Hey guys, Brian Jodis here today talking about Onnit. Onnit is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, entrepreneurs, and yes, podcasters. Through a wide array of products and supplements, Onnit combines cutting-edge science, earth-grown nutrients, and time-tested strategies to help people reach peak performance. And we have two killer deals for you today. Number one, they're giving away for free a trial of Alpha Brain. All you have to do is pay the shipping and they're hooking you up with free Alpha Brain. No joke. I just took mine with its trademark ingredient blends. Alpha Brain builds an environment in which the brain can operate on all cylinders. You're like a locomotive. All you have to do is click the on it link in the show notes or it's on this show page as well. Click that Alpha Brain on it link and go scoop you up some today. Need other Onnit products? We have you covered there as well. Use the promo code PICK6, P-I-C-K-S-I-X when you shop at Onnit.com and you'll save 10% off just like that. Go to Onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com and get after it with the promo code PICK6 or click the link in the show notes for some of that free alpha brain today. This episode of Pick Up the Six podcast is in honor of Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover. Sergeant Johnny Rosa Pichardo, Sergeant Nicole G, Corporal Hunter Lopez, Corporal Deegan Page, Corporal Humberto Sanchez, Lance Corporal David Espinoza, Lance Corporal Jared Schmidt, Lance Corporal Riley McCullum, Lance Corporal Dylan Morello, Lance Corporal Kareem Niku, Hospitalman Maxton Soviak, Staff Sergeant Ryan Knaus. Those are the 13 killed while serving our nation in Afghanistan on August 26th. Today, we also remember Lance Corporal Tenzim Dinkum, whose legacy lives on today through the mission of Ruck to Remember. Let's meet the organization's founder, Keith Bridges. Ruck up and buckle up on this episode of Pick Up the Six Podcast. Sergeant Keith Bridges, founder of Ruck to Remember. Good morning, brother. Hey, sir. How you doing? How you doing today? Uh, hey, I really appreciate you having us on the on, on the show. Um, you know, truly, uh, truly uh, humbled uh, by the opportunity and, and and grateful as well. So, thank you. No, all the gratitude pours out from this side, and you know, we've been talking about Afghanistan quite a bit here over the last few weeks, as as is natural with these platforms, and we've had some really incredible conversations. Zach Martin of Team America. Toby Harnden, who just released his new book, First Casualty, where he talks about the CIA's mission to go into Afghanistan days after 9-11, had an incredible conversation uh, with uh, Russell Worth Parker about the work they did with Dunkirk. And I just recorded one the other day, you guys, and we're going to release it early next week, where we're talking to Major General Tom Mulliken, and we got his thoughts on it. But, you know, one thing we hadn't done yet in Pick Up the Sixth Fashion was mention the name of those 13 heroes who paid the ultimate uh, sacrifice for our nation in Afghanistan um, just a few weeks ago on the 26th. And so I want to take a moment to do that and take a moment to talk about one of your heroes as well. But today we're going to talk about him and this Ruck to Remember organization that kind of is a brainchild that then becomes a thing you start doing that has become a pretty big operation for you. But let's get to meet you first, Keith. So what lands you, Keith Bridges, in the Marine Corps? Uh, well, honestly, um, family, family legacy, like, uh, growing up, um, all, so, you know, my dad, my, my grandfather, um, his his dad, my, you know, my great granddad and, and, um, 
you know, all the, all the, all the, the men in, 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 in my family as far back as, you know, I can remember have served in the Marine Corps and, and, and in every conflict as, you know, as far back as, as, as I can remember. And so, um, you know, growing up, it sort of just became, you know, it was just part of, part of a legacy and, and I, it's something I knew I was going to do. And, um, you know, and so I got out of high school and, um, you know, I, I honestly, I kicked the can for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, uh, you know, I got out of high school and, and, and kind of wanted to do some other things. And, and then, uh, you know, came to the realization pretty quick that, uh, you know, I was going to have to, to, to do something with my life. And, and, uh, so I enlisted, uh, in 98, um, you know, and, and then the rest is history, uh, you know, went, went, to uh, boot camp MCRD San Diego, um, you know, got beat up a little bit there for 13 weeks. That was a good time. And, uh, you know, people ask all the time, would you do it again? Absolutely. Um, without a doubt. And, uh, you know, and then from, you know, eight years, you know, move forward eight years and, and, uh, you know, in, in the Marine Corps and, you know, a couple of deployments downrange, um, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's like the 50 cent version of the dollar question. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli was playing quite frequently in the Bridges household. I can only imagine. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, I know it's funny when I went to boot camp, I actually, I actually knew, I actually knew the, uh, you know, the, the hem. So, um, yeah. you, you know, guys can of, skip the part where you have to really get me bought into this thing. I'm locked and loaded here, sir. Good to go. Yeah, it, no, for sure. For sure. Uh, it actually, well, it, and it, 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 it got me a little bit of, it got me a little bit of trouble, honestly, mm. uh, because, uh, you know, Tell I had to my brakes a little bit. Uh, well, you know, I, cause I, you go in there, I was young and, and probably, probably a little a little arrogant a little cocky and I'm, you know you're, you're in the marine corps you're marine corps boot camp and and i grew up you know with marines and and all of a sudden you know it, i came to the realization real quick that uh maybe i didn't need to let on that i knew as much as i knew about the marine corps in boot camp and just mm. and just go through the process uh and so my drill instructors you know made it very clear that uh um you know I, I needed to, uh, to, you know, I needed to, uh, conform pretty quick to, uh, to boot camp and, uh, and, and just take each day as it, as it came and, and, and not try to get ahead of, ahead of, uh, get ahead of myself. So they're like, uh, listen, appreciate your family's lineage. We're the ones that are going to make you a Marine <laughs> here. Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Like, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely earned, not given, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, but, but I appreciated it too. I mean, it, it gave me, uh, you know, discipline structure, um, you know, all the things that, uh, you know, just organization skills and just all the things that, that come along with it. Um, you know, the camaraderie and everything that, uh, you know, that, that as young men, you know, as, as a young man, I, I personally needed, um, you know, so once, once I bought into the process and, and just, you know, started, started, uh, you know, taking each day, like I said earlier, taking each day as it, you know, as, as, as it presented itself, um, you know, it was, it was, it was an, an amazing experience mm-hmm. and, and one that I would do again. Um, I think, uh, you know, you say that to people and they're like, you know, they, they watch videos and, 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 you know, Marine Corps boot camp is a little out of control, but, uh, it's like organized chaos. And, uh, yeah, I'd do it again tomorrow if I could. You get about two, three years into your military journey, and then Tuesday, September the eleventh, two thousand and one. Take me back to that day. What you remember? Yeah. Wow. Uh, we. I was actually. Uh, 
some of them, myself and, and some of the Marines I served with, we were, we were out in town. Um, you know, we got, uh, we, uh, you know, it came over the, the, I mean, it, all, all media outlets, the radio, I mean, everything it was, it, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's all anyone was talking about, you know? And so we, uh, we, we hooked to Yui. We were actually headed up to Myrtle beach. Uh, we hooked a U-turn and, uh, headed back to, uh, um, you know, Camp Lejeune, um, you know, and of course I think, you know, every know, you know, everybody knows, you know, where, where things went from there. Um, you know, we ended up downrange, uh, pretty quick, uh, you know, and then fast forward, you know, 20 years later, you know, next week we're, we're getting ready to celebrate, you know, I mean, I, I celebrate, that's probably not, not the right word. We're getting ready to pay tribute and, mm. and commemorate really the, you know, 20th anniversary of, of, uh, you know, uh, an iconic day in, in American, you know, American history. I mean, it's one that's going to go down in history. You know, it's, it's the 9-11 and I, I know, you know, people probably feel like that it's, it, it's been forgotten uh, or is being forgotten. I, I don't think so. I think it still resonates with us. I think, um, you know, 20 years later, I think it's still, uh, you know, it, it still, uh, resonates as, as, as at least for me. And, and I know others, you know, that, that, uh, it still resonates just as deeply as it, as it did, you know, the day of. So yeah. that downrange takes you, uh, to a few battlefields, Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, I think first of which was Iraq and, and, you know, you come off of what is a seventh month deployment. It's about 2005. You head back in volunteer, put your hand up to go back in for another five months. And on that deployment, you lose a warrior and Lance Corporal Tenzing Denkum mentioned his name at the top of the show. Introduce me to that hero. Yeah, we uh, went down range in 2004, uh, Fallujah in 2004. And then uh, we turned around, we came, um, battalion was getting ready to deploy uh, pretty quick. And there just wasn't a lot of experience, a lot of young Marines, uh, staff NCOs and officers that just uh, didn't have any experience. Um, and uh, we, we were actually standing up for a med float and uh, Delta company was. Um, so the battalion commander uh, had said initially, I'm not asking for volunteers from Delta. And uh, that changed pretty quick. Uh, he asked for volunteers, of course, we, we, you know, we volunteered to go back. Um, so a couple of us went over Charlie company and, uh, so pre-deployment outside the battalion area, uh, talking with the families. Um, and, and I, you know, I was young, I was 25, uh, you know, felt pretty good about, you know, my, my tactical proficiency, um, and had, so anyway, six families, uh, you know, asked me to, you know, they asked me to promise to bring, uh, you know, asked me to bring their, their warriors home. I promised them that I, that I would, uh, and then we deployed. And so six weeks into the deployment, uh, April 2nd, 2005, uh, outside of hit, uh, 1030 hours, uh, we encountered, uh, an I, an IED. Uh, and that young warrior, 19 years old, uh, originally from uh, Tibet, came to the States, joined the Marine Corps, brought his mom and his brother over here. Um, they actually still reside in Falls Church, Virginia. Uh, six weeks into deployment, six months into his Marine Corps career, uh, he, uh, he took a rocket motor 
um, through, through his chest, became a casualty. The, our battalion's first casualty uh, of that deployment. And so, um, you know, he's just a vibrant kid. He, uh, he loved, uh, you know, he loved the, 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 you know, the United States. Um, he loved being a Marine. Uh, the Marines loved him. And uh, he just, you know, he squared away. Uh, and honestly, the, the kind of Marine that, um, you know, that every, every NCO and, and staff NCO, uh, you know, would want, uh, want to serve, you know, want, want, uh, you know, want to serve with. So, um, so we took our first casualty and, and uh, became, you know, pretty clear that at that point that, um, you know, you can't, uh, I made a promise I couldn't keep. Mm. And so, you know, it's one that, you know, I've lived with now for, you know, 16 years and I'll carry it with me for the rest of my life. Keith, uh, you know that our listeners don't take for granted you taking the time to lean in and share that story. So thank you for doing it. We know it's not easy to do it, but we do know it's important. Um, and there's something really pretty incredible in there that you mentioned. 19 years old, came with his mother, immigrated from Tibet, signed up to serve for his new country, what became right. his home country. That's pretty powerful, man. <laughs> Given kind of the state of things and the way we're maybe some of us are feeling over these last few weeks. That's powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Thing. It's, you know, I, I think sometimes we, um, it's, it's unfortunate that it's, uh, the events of the last week, um, you know, it, it is, I, I don't even know that you can really put it into words. Um, it's, it's, uh, you know, for those of us that have been there, um, it's probably a little, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult, um, to, to, uh, to comprehend. Um, it's what I'm getting at is it's, it's sad that, you know, oftentimes it takes a, a tragic event to bring us all together uh, and remind us, you know, of, of who we are and, and, uh, and, you know, what our, you know, American servicemen and women uh, have fought for, you know, for the last 20 years, uh, what families have sacrificed for and, and continue to sacrifice for uh, and, and will for, you know, the rest of their lives, uh, mm -hmm. those that, that are no longer with us, you know, we're plus 7,000. I think the last count was like 7,060, 67 or eight, uh, casualties of war now. Um, you know, that's, those are a lot of family members, uh, friends that, uh, you know, that live with that every day. Uh, I know Lance Corporal Dinkum's mom lives with it every day. I know his brother does. Uh, I know the warriors that I served with, they do my family. Uh, he's a household name around, uh, around our house. Uh, you know, and so, you know, then we, here we are, we lose 13 warriors and, uh, you know, we have to, we have to, um, I think, you know, as a, as a nation, uh, you know, we need to, um, we need to come together in solidarity and, 
and, and, and put all our differences aside and, and, you know, and, and, and honor not just those warriors, but those that came before them, uh, you know, and, and, and not just for them, but, uh, their families, um, you know, because I think it's sometimes we, we get, uh, you know, life, um, you know, we, we get in, we get into our, 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 you know, the daily grind of life and, and we start to forget a little bit. And, but I can assure you those families will never forget and they live with it every day. And I, I think it's important for us to, to share the load, to share that with them and, and, and to help carry some of that, um, you know, some of the burden, um, of, of, uh, you know, the emotional, the emotional burden that they carry, um, you know, it just, it, I think we got to honor the memory and, uh, you know, and remember the sacrifice of, of, of the warriors that, um, you know, that, that gave up, you know, they gave the ultimate sacrifice for us to, you know, to live in, in the country that we live in, uh, and enjoy the freedoms that we, that we, you know, that we have. Yeah. Here, here. Uh, totally agree. And you know what? Part of carrying that burden, part of carrying their legacy is what lives on today in this organization that you founded called Ruck to Remember. You end up on a deployment to Afghanistan. And I know part of it is, you know, you're communicating with your wife and, and, and I think you get to feeling like, I'm feeling like some of our fallen service members are being forgotten. I want to do something about it. And from that, you birthed this organization, Ruck to Remember. So take me back into that time and, and how this all gets going for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in, I'm sitting, I'm in Afghanistan, I'm sitting in Afghanistan and, and, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, it's coming up on, on the anniversary of, of Dinkum's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's April, April 2nd is creeping up and, and, you know, this young, you know, and, and every year on April 2nd, obviously, you know, uh, you know, I, I think about that warrior, I think about him every day, but, but that day's, you know, a little more difficult. And, uh, it just didn't seem like, it seemed like, you know, we just weren't talking about, like it was, it was yesterday's, it, it was yesterday's news. And, 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 you know, if it's not, you know, if it's not today's news, we're, you know, and, you know, we're worried about we're what's moving happening. Quick, man. We're, you're right. No, we're moving quick. We're living yeah, in a no, society we, where we're moving quick. Absolutely. And so it just seemed like, um, you know, the Warriors, him and, and, and some others uh, that, you know, people, they just weren't, people weren't talking about them. And we were just worried about what was happening today and tomorrow. And, and so I told her, I said, you know, I, I, I want to do something that, uh, you know, to, to, to get people talking, to get people to remember and, 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 you know, so that it's fresh and it's today's, you know, it's, it's on their mind today. And, and, uh, and, and so, you know, I, I really started thinking about what, what does that look like? And, so I came home that year. Uh, I think I touched down in November. Uh, and then uh, we, there was a, a 50 K, which is like 32.4 yeah. miles. And uh, it was in Carthage, Missouri, Ruby Jack trail. I contacted the race director and I said, do you have any stipulations against rugby? Yeah. Like you got a ruck division. And he's like, we do now. <laughs> I just, yeah, no. And he's, so he's like, yep. I don't, first of all, he's like, what is rucking? So I explained it to him. And he's like, no, we have, uh, we have no, you know, we have no stipulations against that. Yeah. And so, um, just keep the course open for me. Yeah. So no doubt. So December, 8, uh, December 8th of that year, um, I went out 16 degrees and, mm -hmm. uh, rucked a 50 K, uh, 45 pounds on my back. And, uh, you know, so 
what do you, hey, what, what do you, uh, what do you, what are you rucking in? What gear are you using? You using military, uh, gear? What yeah. So, no, I mean, yeah. So there's a, uh, actually if you go on our website, um, you know, you'll see there's a picture I'm in boots and utes mm-hmm. and, uh, before, you know, got the, uh, got the Molly pack on my back and, uh, 45 pounds and, uh, you know, and, 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 now I, I or typically I ruck the old Alice, you know, so, so we show up Carthage, uh, that morning, I think we get there before sunrise, um, sun comes up, we step off 45 pounds in the pack boots on our feet. Um, and, uh, we step off that morning, sun comes up and we touch down that evening. And, uh, so you, you know, you, you hit on our, you touched on earlier social media, right? So social media, you know, Facebook, it was all over Facebook. Uh, it was, it was on the, uh, the, uh, the race, the, uh, the race director actually had a, uh, it was called 12, one racing. Mm-hmm. They had their own, their own, uh, Facebook page. And, uh, and so it went out, uh, on social media platforms and websites. And so they ended up like 30,000 people were talking about this ruck, Yeah, you know, yeah. everyone is out there in like tennis shoes and PT gear and, yeah. we're out there at boots and use and, 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 you know, 45 pound ruck and carrying the American flag and, and, uh, and telling our story, you know, telling, telling Dinkum's story. And, um, so like 30,000 people started talking like, it was, you know, throughout social media and, 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 you know, so, um, it became pretty clear at that point that this was a way to honor their memory, to get people talking, to get people to say their name and remember their sacrifice. And then, now all of a sudden, I mean, if you think about it from a family's perspective, there's 30,000 people, strangers that don't even know, may, may have never met your son or daughter, never knew their name before that day, his name before that day. And here's, you know, his mom, you know, who's trying to carry his legacy and and, and those of us that served with him and, and other family and friends, you know, and, 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 you know, share the, 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 you know, the, the emotional, you know, sacrifice and, and all of a sudden 30 other 30,000 other people are doing the, you know, doing it as well. And, and they're carrying that with her. And, 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 um, and so as a, as a parent, I can't even imagine the emotions that she was feeling. I mean, she just had to be overwhelmed and, and oh, I know she was overwhelmed it just absolutely flooded with emotion and so i thought you know if we can if this one event has that kind of impact then how if we put a team together and we start rucking in multiple events and not just in our local area but around the united states then we can have an even greater impact we can have any you know an even bigger footprint and so it, it honestly it originally started with uh you know, the Marines that, um, that I served with that we lost and it didn't take me long, obviously to realize that, you know, Marine Corps wasn't the only branch of service downrange. And so we started looking at numbers like casualty count and, uh, you know, we, we, uh, when the numbers started coming in, it was very surreal. Uh, you know, and so, uh, you know, like I said earlier today, we're, you know, we're plus 7,000. Um, we've got team members now all over the United States. Uh, we actually had two that rooked in Afghanistan, um, 
Well, just, I mean, obviously before, you know, everything kicked mm-hmm. off there, but mm-hmm. uh, over the last couple of weeks, but here just a few months ago, we had a couple that were rucking uh, at, at uh, the embassy there in Kabul. Um, you know, and so we got team members rucking now all over the United States for fallen service members uh, and from their state. So, you know, if there's a, you know, they, they look at service members from their state and they, you know, they'll, they'll pick up a service member, they'll go ruck. Uh, you know, and then we put we put that out on our social media every day. We have a fallen service. We feature a fallen service member on our social media platforms uh, on, uh, you know, Rucking to Remember uh, Instagram, Rucking to Remember, uh, you know, Facebook, Rucking to Remember website. Uh, you know, we'll have, you know, stories up. And and, and so we want to try to say their name, put their, you know, put up, put some some images out there and then, you know, a little short, you know, bio name, age, branch of service, et cetera. And, uh, and so, you know, we, so we, we started doing that rucking in honor of, of, you know, our fallen and, uh, and then, but as a, as a nonprofit, we wanted to do more. And so we legitimized in July, July 19th of, uh, of 19, uh, 2019. So just a couple of years old as a, as a nonprofit. Uh, but what we decided was that we would present, uh, scholarships, $1,000 scholarships in honor of our fallen service members. Um, and so through our, our sponsors, our partners, private contributors, we're able to do that. We're able to go and present these scholarships on, you know, behalf of, of a fallen service member and, and to the family. And they may either a child of the service member or a recipient chosen by the family from the high school that the service member graduated. And so it's just a way to you know, to get the families involved, get communities involved, the family rights criteria, they, they get involved in the scholarship committee of the high school. Um, they're obviously involved in the selection process, the presentation, uh, you know, and so we, uh, you know, we decided on scholarships. Uh, they're sustainable. They're, they're, uh, they have longevity. Um, you know, the, the recipients and the families of the fallen service member are now, you know, connected forever. Mm-hmm. The legacy of that service member lives on through the recipient. Um, you know, it becomes generational. And, and so it just really seemed like the right direction to go. And uh, yeah. so to date, we've, we, pre- we presented four scholarships and we're on track for 22 uh, to present 12. Nice. So we went from one last year to we'll, we'll, by 22, we'll present 12 scholarships. That's awesome, man. I love it. Let's come back to that in a second. But yep. for John Q. Public, who's like, well, hold up. These guys are putting up daily social media posts. I got buddies who are going to be listening to this podcast today and are like, I got the rucksack sitting in the garage. I can, I can load 30 out in that in a hot, it's already in there. I got 30 right. in the pack ready to roll. I could put another 15. So tell me how the average citizen can be a part of this. Cause again, I got my rucker down in the garage right now, ready to roll. I might as well go log some miles and do it a member of, of a fallen service member. So how can we, how can we just regular, how can we team up with you guys? Yeah. So we, uh, like I said, so, you know, obviously rucking to remember, we've got the Insta, the Facebook, we've got the website, what we're actually putting together. We, we kicked it off last year. Um, and then honestly, uh, you know, I'll just be honest with you. We got so busy that, um, 
you know, we, we, uh, it kind of, it kind of got put, uh, on the, on the, uh, on the sideline, but we actually have a, uh, social media, uh, a, uh, rucking to uh, an R2R ruck team page where the idea is that we can get team members from across the United States. Mm-hmm. We can get people to join this, that, that page from across the United States. And then we can all track who's rucking and when, and for Heck what yeah. service member. Bro, let's um, go. So honestly, let's go. Yeah, like, I'll uh, I'll send you the link on that, yeah. and then you know we can, and that way it's it's you know it's accountability. Um, we're all talking to each other. We everybody knows who's rocking and when. We're getting ready to put out uh, at the end of this month. Actually, uh, we're going to put out a uh, a virtual event. It'll be actually be our first one. Um, it's going to be a ten and fifteen k, and uh, uh, it'll be our first virtual. And, and so we're, we're hard starting commit, to build hard commit. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. We're, we're starting to, we're starting to build, like I said, we're, you know, just a couple of years old. Yep. We're starting to build, um, you know, the organization to get more people involved. Uh, now I'll tell you this. And, and if for your listeners on the West coast, uh, we're going to be out there between 26 October and, uh, and, and veterans day. Um, and we're rucking another 365. Where, where, you guys, where are you guys going to be? Because I got boys that are going to be up in. Yeah. So man, I'll. Uh, yeah. I got guys that are doing a big ruck event that weekend. They're doing a big overnight 16 hour endurance ruck event that weekend as well. They're going to be up in California. Yeah. They could. That, that'd be great. They can absolutely join us. We've got. I've got a, uh, a logistics team working out right now. What I'll do is I'll send you the uh, the route. Cool. Um, Send you the route. And, uh, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, if we can get together on the uh, West coast, um, that'd be great. It's, you know, we're what, two months out mm-hmm. from, uh, from stepping off, but we're going to do this every year. So we're, Very we're cool. hoping it'll grow. And the, and the, and the concept behind the 365 is, you know, we ruck, you know, every day, every day we've got a team member that's rucking for a fallen service member, 365 in a year. So then we turn around, we have a culminating event at the end of the year or, or towards the end of the year uh, where we ruck again for that 365, you know? And, and so um, it's something we started last year and then, uh, you know, and we're just, and we're going to every year, every year we're going to be at a different location. We're going to ruck a 365. Um, so there's definitely some stuff on the radar. Cool. That's kind that, uh, you know, that, that I, again, I could put some information out to you. I can send you links and, uh, you know, we, we can, um, you know, where we can, we can really start, you know, getting, you know, putting things together and getting organized so that we can have that kind of footprint because ultimately what I would like to see happen, one of, you know, one of, one of my personal goals is that, you know, on a Saturday, for example, at, you know, zero eight, we all sync, uh, you know, we all sync up our watches and at, at zero eight, we step off, you know, across the nation, 50 states, ruckers from 50 states. And, and think about this. Think about this for like the impact. If you're a family member of a fallen service member and all of a sudden, like this Saturday at zero eight hundred. People from across the United, every every state we step off on a ruck, whatever, whatever that looks like, 10, 50, you know, five, 10, 15 K, whatever that looks like. And we're rucking in honor of our fallen. 
And we have seven plus thousand ruckers that are rucking one each for every fallen service member that, you know, has been a casualty over the last 20 years we've been in Iraq and Afghanistan. I can't even begin to imagine the emotional impact that has on a family. Yep. Um, you know, I talk with these family members, I get messages, I get phone calls, I go to the uh, presentation, the scholarship presentations. I see the impact. I wish I could share it with everybody. I wish I could share that, you know, the, the emotions, um, we, we really try to protect the sanctity of the emotion of the, of, of that for the families. Uh, but I wish everybody could see it because it really does. It has a lasting impact. They, they know that the legacy of their service member is not going to end with the family. It's going to be carried on through the rest of us. It's going to be carried on to the history. They're not just going to be a page in the history book. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to live on through all of us. Uh, you know, and so, you know, I just think it's, I think it's important that, you know, those of us that are here continue to do our part and, and, you know, carry the ruck for those that, that no longer can. You know, and there's something powerful about, and I've done tribute bike rides, tribute runs, you know, in heroes honors, you know, you got the amazing work that those special operators and the seals do where, where they do those long swims, but there is something powerful about feeling the weight of that ruck when you put it on. Um, yep. Honestly, there's something therapeutic about it. I, I think, and, and I've not been downrange and experienced the same things that you have. So I know it has much more of a deeper meaning for you than it does for me. But, but even just putting that weight on and, and even if you can, can in your brain say, I'm going to take the weight off of this family for these next three hours when I put this thing on, God dang it. It's the least we can do. It's the least we can do. So when you talk yeah. about trying to get 7,000 people on a day locked in shield, locked up, ruck up, buckle up together and step off at the same time, dude, let's do this thing. Our listeners right now are going to be like, I'm in for that. We got, I got friends. I got ruck buddies all over the damn country who we organize something like that, they can get them going. So let's keep talking about it. Let's figure out what that looks like. And yeah, let's no, do absolutely. Because you're right, it's the least we can do, man. It's the least we can do. Absolutely. You know, and then we, uh, it, 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 listen, I think honestly, you know, for, for, for us, I mean, this is like, this is the first step, you know, it's, mm -hmm. I, I, I I'll tell my team all the time, you know, you've been, before you build a house, you have to pour the foundation, you know? And so, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I think this is the foundation, uh, you know, and, and, and this is going to be a long-term relationship and, you know, together it's social media is like you, like you said earlier, I mean, it's a great thing. Uh, you know, it, it brings everybody together. It gives us a, a, a tool, a window and, uh, opportunities that we didn't have previously, you know, and so through social media, and, and I love this about this is one of the things about our moniker, you know, no excuses. We have none. Yep. I mean, there really is no excuse. Uh, you know, you put it together, you organize it and, and you make it happen. And, you know, one, one of the reasons we went with no excuses, quite frankly, is because our service members go downrange, uh, in some of the, you know, the most arduous conditions and they make no excuse. And, and so, you know, for us back here, um, you know, it's the least we can do. And no, absolutely. We're, we are a hundred percent committed and we want this. We, the goal is, you know, that we appropriately honor and represent and remember plus, you know, 7,000 service members that 
uh, you know, made the ultimate sacrifice again, so that we could, you know, live in a country mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, and, and enjoy, um, you know, the, the freedoms that all, honestly off the top we take for granted, but, um, you know, I can attest that, you know, a lot of other countries don't, don't have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, there's, a, there's not another country in the world that, that, um, you know, that has the, 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 the freedoms that we have. And, you know, I, the thing I love about, um, you know, I, I, about our, you know, the American flag for, for example, is, is I don't, I don't think people really realize the, the freedoms that, 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 you know, that it, it, uh, it symbolizes that it blankets our country and, 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 uh, and, you know, and so that's why it's important on every rug for us to carry that, to carry mm-hmm. that alongside the, the branch of service of the service member that we're rucking for. And, you know, and, and, um, you know, all of a sudden it just has a, you know, more, it's more impactful, has a deeper meaning and, and, uh, you know, and, and it really resonates with people, you know, so, uh, when they see it, when they see it, so let's do it. We're on board hundred percent. Dude, you're absolutely right. I mean, just, just that awareness, just bringing that awareness and, and, uh, and getting people remembering the sacrifices, you know, that, that, that have been made. All right. The website is rucking two. That's a number two rucking to remember.org guys get motivated get mobilized, go throw a few dollars in the bank account over there for those guys so they can provide some more scholarships. And Keith, let's keep talking, man. I want to keep hearing about how you guys are doing. Uh, tell yep. us where they can find those social media accounts as well, too. Yeah, I mean, so it's rucking, rucking uh, you know, the number two, remember, rucking to remember at, uh, on Facebook and then uh, at rucking to remember on uh, on instagram i gotta tell you so the two i get asked this all the time what's what's with the number two mm-hmm. um it's symbolic it's it symbolizes you know april 2nd mm-hmm. second second day of april uh 2005 that warrior was with second lar um so the two is is really really you know significant and and uh you know of the unit the day um you know so that's you know that's that's where that comes from. There's meaning there. It's not just, we didn't just wake up one day and say, you know, we're just going to, you know, R2R rucking to remember, uh, drop the two in there. No, it's, it, it has a, uh, there's, there's a meaning behind that. Powerful man. I'm on Instagram right now. I see the red Friday post up. Uh, I'm just so incredibly grateful for the work you guys are pouring into this, that website again, rucking the number two, remember.org. You can also go find them on social media, Instagram, they're at rucking to remember. And uh, let's get out there. Let's start logging miles and let's start uh, lifting up these heroes as well. And let's find more ways to team up and and uh, lock shields with these guys because they're doing incredibly important work. Keith, thank you so much for sharing your story and for the incredible work it. that you're doing. No, I appreciate it. Thank you again. Truly grateful and, uh, you know, honored to be a part of, uh, part of your show. Thank you. Absolutely. He's Sergeant Keith Bridges. I'm Brian Jodas, and this has been Pick Up the Six Podcast.